0: What happens when M&Ms meet the marvelous Mrs. Maisel? Mars Wrigley teamed up with Amazon ads and Prime Video to bring the joy of streaming their latest hit with M&Ms in hand to shelves and screens across the UK. In this session from Advertising Week Europe 2022, we unpack this first of its kind collaboration.
1: Good morning, everyone. My name's Steve Edwards. I'm the head of agency development here at Amazon Ads in the UK, and um, I um, am delighted to share a stage um, with a dynamic um, agency duo. Um, My my job brings me into contact with major agencies, helping to understand their needs and challenges and how we can help them do great work for their clients. And so uh, I'd like to introduce my my dynamic duo today. So uh, we have Laura Boothroyd, who is the Senior Media and Content Manager uh, at Mars Wrigley, and Rich Mascheter, who's the Business Director at Mediacom in the UK. Uh, Laura uh, works across the Mars Wrigley portfolio of beloved confectionery brands, and she's leading initiatives to transform communication capabilities across the group. Uh, She uh, ran a number of key initiatives in her previous role as the Maltesers uh, Senior Brand Manager, and before that, she was the UK Brand Lead at Mattel, and Rich uh, runs the uh, Medi- uh, Mars account at MediCom in the UK, and he's been doing so for the last 18 months. Rich has worked on a number of key initiatives, really driving change and cultural conversation um, uh, with campaigns including for brands, including Skittles, Galaxy, and of course, uh, M&Ms that we're here to talk about today. Uh, welcome both. Thanks Hi. for having us. Thanks for having us. Um, and thank you, uh, everybody here today, Uh, for joining us on day one of Advertising Week Europe. We have this saying at Amazon that it's always day one. That really means a commitment to constant innovation, a curiosity and thinking long term. And I think that's a perfect backdrop for what we're going to talk about today. Uh, We're going to talk about a campaign that I absolutely loved. There's so much to it. Um, There's a lot of detail, um, but it was so much fun. And um, before we get into it, I'm just gonna ask the really serious question. Uh, what's your favorite flavor of M&M's? I'm a traditionalist, so I'm going for peanuts. I could be convinced otherwise. Um, Laura, what about you?
2: Um, for me, it has to be M&M's crispy, uh, although not always the most practical when you're trying to watch your favorite TV show with your friends and family, because it can be quite noisy to eat.
3: Nice. Um, I think mine has to be M&M's brownie. Um, It came out in in the past year, but uh, what a combo. Um, It's already top of the list now. I should board my horizons.
1: (laughs) Okay, so with that out of the way, um, I'd like to go back to the very beginning of the conversations, like where this started. And I think it started with a, a video brief a couple of years ago. And it's quite clear that Mars Wrigley have been really committed to video over a period of time. So maybe, Rich, you can tell us a little bit more about why is video so important? Uh, and what role does it play in the strategy?
3: Yeah, so video is central to the, the way that we plan uh, for Mars. Um, I think there's three reasons probably why why it's so critical. The first is that it delivers mass reach um, and historically it's delivered really strong ROIs for us as well, so it's a proven channel for us. I think then the uh, the way it enables us to, to target the right people in the right context, um, being able to um get into uh, get into different contexts uh, and and to be able to target people at that at that moment in time that we really want to go after and i think thirdly the the format in itself um it enables us to bring our brands to life um creatively and i think in this example sp- specifically um it enables us to bring the incredible m m's characters that we've got um to life
1: yeah great um, it seems like you were really on a mission with this campaign. And that mission was to uh, make M&M's the streaming snack of choice. Uh, Laura, why don't you tell us a bit more about that strategy to make M&M synonymous with streaming?
2: Yeah, sure. So for M&M, shared screen time is a key consumption moment. And building on this consumer insight, we know the importance of emotional connection and the value that sharing a treat or a snack with your friends and family watching your favorite TV show can really bring. And by working with Amazon across multiple touch points, we were really able to drive cultural fame and relevancy, which is something that's really important for us at Mars.
1: Yeah, it's really interesting. There are a lot of elements to this campaign uh, and this collaboration that we ran, uh, both on Amazon and and off. Uh, Can you tell us a little bit more about how the campaign came to life and what those different components were uh, Laura, why don't you start and then Rich will move over to you.
2: Yeah, having multiple touch points across the integrated consumer journey was key to making this campaign a success and allowing us to activate through the full funnel. Um, central to this campaign was an OnPack activation and this was the first time ever that Amazon um, Prime Video IP had been included on pack, which was something that was really exciting. Um, and also within, um, not just the confectionery category, but wider, having on-pack um, can be really valuable and it helps to cement the m M&M and Streaming Association um, at the point of purchase.
1: Yeah, it looks really cool. Um, there was a competition element as well, right?
2: Yep, that's right. So there was an on-pack competition to win a five-star home cinema. And this was ran across 50 million packs across the Mars portfolio in all the main retailers in the UK. And it really helped to engage the consumers and deepen that association between the brand and streaming. And the competition element really helped to drive value, not only for the consumer, but also supported points of differentiation for both Mars and Amazon.
3: Got it. Um, Richard, yeah. i love your perspective. I think what Laura just talked about in terms of uh, multiple touch points is, is key. Um, we talk a lot about integrated consumer journeys and um, it's something that we are striving to to, to do. I think what for me makes this campaign best in class is the consistency that we've been able to get in, yeah. uh, in the message that, that we've delivered from everything from pack to in-store to our media, to our website, to decom opportunities. And I think that's crucial, particularly when we're thinking about that consumer journey, thinking about consistency, thinking about what our consumers are seeing, both online, on their tablets, on their phones, all the way through to install and unpack. So that to me has been a, a really exciting part of this campaign and, and one that we, we stand up as, as being best in class for now. And it's something that we're striving to do across the rest of our brands. It's really about creating a 360 approach um, for us um, and, and making sure that, I go back to the, to the point about consistency. I think then speaking more broadly about the campaign and, and what we actually did, um, we, we started off with a Halloween campaign in October. Um, we then ran a Christmas campaign uh, in December. Uh, both of those are two key seasonal periods for us. Um, and then the, the crown jewel um, was uh, the, the IP integration uh, with uh, Mrs. Maisel season four.
1: Yeah, the point around consistency, I think, is really interesting. It definitely comes through in the in the assets that, that, that we're looking at here. Um, I'd like to go a little bit deeper on this. And can you tell me a little bit about the media elements that supported and amplified the campaign?
3: Yeah, absolutely. So we we started off with the with the Halloween campaign, um, and there we we ran a um, curated created playlist um, trying to associate ourselves with um, your favorites. Halloween movies um, those that we know are, are always going to be there um, we did the same thing at Christmas uh, with a curated playlist um, and that was on uh, that was a Fire TV content uh, sponsorship um, for us that was it's key there t- for us to be able to to get our characters and our brands um, in front of people uh, in key one key seasonal periods but also knowing when they're going to be watching and when they're going to be consuming together um, what better way than to be watching MMs with Ghostbusters or um, any any of the <laughs> Christmas movies? Um, I think then thinking more specifically about Mrs. Maisel, for me that was a really exciting part of the campaign and kind of elevated the campaign to to the next level. There it was about getting our characters to engage with Mrs. Maisel, um, and that IP integration for us is. Was critical in terms of getting us to to that to next level. I mean, the last part to this is online video that obviously enabled us to to deliver on on that mass reach target that we've got um, and and still be contextually relevant as well um, within uh, within Amazon. Got it. Um,
1: the timing of this campaign was quite interesting. Insofar as I mentioned when we had the first brief, we've been in a two and a bit year period of collaboration and, and development, but obviously the pandemic dropped in the middle of this, yeah. disrupted and changed a load of behaviours. How did you adapt to that?
3: Yes, yeah, so I, I think the pandemic has has impacted all of us uh, in, in one way or another. I think for us, uh, it's it's meant that we've had to adapt, to be agile. Um, we've had to, to learn to, to be quick in the way that we, we respond. Um, to our environment, to our context, but also to consumers' needs. Um, And so with that, we saw uh, a huge spike in people streaming, watching content on on Amazon Prime. Uh, So that obviously played into our hands as as we want to continue to build our association with screen time. And then we we talk a lot about um, wanting to be culturally famous. Um, And so for that, we need to look at how do we stay in tune with consumers? And so we are constantly looking at what are consumers wanting, how are they behaving, um, and, and trying to, to stay at the forefront of, of those consumer needs. And with that in mind, when we've seen a number of different trends uh, come out over, over the past couple of years, but I think back to um, the likes of the Sea, the sea Shanty, um, when that came out, and uh, we quickly were like, okay, how can we come up with a sea shanty for our brands um, unfortunately we, n- we never got to it fortunately um, fortunately unfortunately <laughs> I don't know um, but yeah we're constantly looking to to be innovative and to, and to find ways that we can tap into culture and I think what we've been able to achieve with Mrs Maisel uh, and with both Christmas and Halloween enab- has been testament to how we've been able to, to get there yeah
1: yeah that makes a lot of sense uh, I love the agile approach I think that's so important in the, in the world that we're living in right now Uh, I'm I'm interested in, like, what you look for in a collaboration uh, and in a partner. So, uh, Laura, maybe you can kind of tell us a little bit more about about what you look for.
2: Yeah, so I... I think there's probably three key things, and um, we've talked about it, but the first one being consistency. And Amazon were really able to support our key message that streaming is better with M&Ms throughout the whole integrated consumer journey um, due to the scale and numerous touch points. So whether that was on screen or on pack, there was a plethora of options for us to get the message out there, which was amazing. And then secondly, Mars as a business, we kind of operate based on five principles. And one of those principles is mutuality so something we always look for in a collaborator making sure that we've got shared values and that we've got kind of shared aims and then I think thirdly it's all about scale and the ability to be able to develop the campaign so scale in terms of sharing those learnings within the globe within the region um, because the M&M's brand is worth more than a billion dollars but also longevity so being able to build and on the learnings and improve for the future so I think they're probably the three key things we look for.
3: Yeah. And Rich, what do you look for? I think for me there's two two questions that, that we ask ourselves um, and that we talk a lot about with with Mars. Is one, can we be culturally famous, um, as, as I've just mentioned? And then the second is, can we be meaningfully uh, personal? Um, and so here with the opportunity to collaborate with, with Amazon, I think looking at culturally famous, yes, absolutely, we could. Um, through our ability to be able to be relevant within those seasonal periods, but also with the launch of season four of, of Mrs. Maisel, we knew people were gonna talk about both those seasonal periods as well as the new series. So finding ways to tap into, into that cultural moment. And in meaningfully personal, absolutely we can, we can do that with Amazon. We know that the the products that you have, the formats that you have the the targeting capabilities with Amazon mean that we can be there at the right time with the right person.
1: Um, Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Uh, We find that, I mean, we've been saying this for years, right, the media landscape is fragmented. It's getting ever more complicated. People's consumption behaviors have changed. Shopping habits have changed. Multiple services, touch points, devices, everything like that. Uh, How do you... What role does brand storytelling play to kind of cut through that noise? Laura, do you want to have a go at that one?
2: Yeah, when we talk about brand storytelling, I think it's really important to remain relevant while staying true to the brand heritage. And um, earlier this year, we announced the new uh, brand purpose for M&Ms, which is to create a world where everyone feels they belong. And we're really committed to bringing people together by the power of fun to include everyone. And for me, screen time occasions are a great, great way for us to do this, um, especially, as Rich said, on the back of the last two years where screen time um, moments and um, have been so critical to enable that element of connection where it's sometimes not been there.
1: Yeah. You talked a little bit earlier about characters and it's no coincidence that we ended up in a situation where um, Marvelous Mrs Maisel was connected to characters from an m and perspective that you've invested a lot of time and effort in developing and um, personality of. Uh, how does that, the voice of the brand play into that? You know, what do you, what, what do you look for there? What are you trying to achieve?
2: Yeah, so I think authenticity is key to consumer connection, and that's something that both Amazon and Mars really value. Um, And it was incredibly important to ensure that the IP and the campaign worked with the M&M's tone of voice, um, and we wanted to make sure that we could integrate the characters into the IP really credibly. Um, As I said earlier, M&M's is all about the power of fun, and Mrs Maisel, as a comedy title, plays into that perfectly. And with uh, the M&M's purpose being to help to break down those barriers. The association with Mrs Mosel was perfect as a role model, as a female comedian in the 1950s that she was facing various different challenges. And um, we're really pleased with how the integration turned out. So I'd love to show you a quick video.
0: I admire you guys. I could never be brave enough to wear the same outfit every day. <coughs> My brother <coughs>
1: joining the oh. army. He love the idea of serving hmm. brilliant i want to change direction shift gears a little bit and talk about performance Uh, i I know that as marketers you'll be under constant pressure to evaluate performance meet goals and criteria we've already seen that this campaign contains a ton of elements you probably like there's no one size fits all solution to measuring success so i'd like to hear from both of you on this maybe rich if you can start like how do you evaluate media performance with it with, with something like this
3: yeah, um, I guess it, there's three questions that we ask ourselves. Um, the first is, did, did we deliver strong quality reach? Um, and by this, I mean, did we deliver strong viewability um, and, uh, and strong view through rates? Um, and for this campaign, absolutely, we did. Um, the second is, did we deliver a strong sales uplift? Um, and again, for this campaign, absolutely, we did. Uh, we, we had incredible results um and actually even the previous campaigns that we've ran with with amazon we've had really strong results throughout and that's a huge reason as to why we keep coming back to coming back to amazon keep collaborating with you um and then the third is um can we get our brand to be talked about um and so we know there's a strong correlation between buzz word of mouth uh, and sales and so if we can Again, going back to that point about culturally famous, if we can tap into culture, get our brands to be talked about, then we know sales will follow. And so we, again, knew that by going after those seasonal periods and uh, the collaboration with Mrs. Maisel, that we could tap into the conversation. Yeah. We knew people were gonna be talking about it. And yeah, it was a great success. We got our, our brands were talked about talked about really positively as well, um, and and sales have followed. Yeah,
1: brilliant. Laura, how do you um, measure business impact?
2: Yeah, so as Rich said, um, it was an incredibly strong campaign for us, and it delivered an incredible ROI. Um, we saw a positive sales uplift on the M&M's brand. And not only that, it also drove um, organic search during the campaign burst to drive that discoverability of the M&M's brand store on Amazon, which for us is great when it comes to kind of the 360 integrated journey that we talked about.
1: Yeah. As you look back at this, what's the most actionable insight or thing that you've learned that you're thinking about when you think about the path forward?
3: I think for me, it's we've been on a on a continuous learning journey, um, and and that's what I'm really excited about. I think when we started the pandemic, obviously cinemas were closed, and so we started off with watch parties. Um, we then moved on to the the work with uh, Halloween and, and with Christmas, and those created um, uh, movie playlists. Mm. And then now the the IP integration with with, with Mrs Mays also. We've always gone that, next, that step further and looking at how can we um, drive innovation but also be distinctive. Um, screen time is a really cluttered uh, passion point and so we need to find ways that we can stand out um, but also find ways that we can be there uh, at that crucial, crucial moment when consumers are watching. I think looking ahead, we're really excited about um, the next sort of evolution of tests that we're looking to, to run with Amazon, so we're now looking at audio um, as, yeah. as a channel uh, and looking at how we can bring our, our, our M&M's characters and, and their voices to life uh, with Amazon Music. So um, yeah, great, we've learned so much so far, but there's still so much to learn and, and a long journey to go.
1: Yeah, that's really cool. I'm going to finish with a final tiny question for you, Laura. Uh, What's next in your mission to uh, make M&M's the streaming snack of choice?
2: Yeah, well, it's a pretty big mission. Um, And we're continuing to focus on the importance of connecting with consumers through those purposeful screen time moments and in culturally famous ways. Um, And as Rich said, it's all about innovation. So looking at opportunities with Amazon, whether that's in the audio space or elsewhere, um, and I'm just really excited to see what the future holds in the streaming space for m and and where we can take the partnership further.
1: Amazing. Uh, I want to thank you again uh, for sharing those lessons and takeaways with us all today. Uh, I couldn't agree more that when we look at the ways in which we can tap into the cultural conversation that magic happens and great things uh, happen. So Laura and Rich, thank you so much. And to all of you, uh, thank you very much. Have a great rest of your day one at Advertising Week Europe
0: thanks for listening for more content like this and to learn about advertising week's global events for the advertising marketing and technology industries visit www.advertisingweek.com chaptering and other structural elements for this podcast are powered by Snackable ai With the ability to unify all content in one place, have AI distill the best insights instantaneously and share them seamlessly, businesses on Snackable create more relevant value for their audiences faster than ever before. Learn more at snackable.ai.